Today's episode is also brought to you by the new season of the Spotify original podcast, Dissect. Dissect is a serialized music analysis podcast where they take a single album per season and examine the lyrics, music, and meaning behind one song per episode. Their new season is all about Kendrick Lamar's 2017 album, Damn, unpacking this Pulitzer Prize winning album note by note, line by line. Stream Dissect on Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts because great art deserves more than a swipe. I was like Pete's in a group. <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon, you were there, so was I, in the park 4th of July. I was chilling with my Kool-Aid, when Miss Chili came to relay that you had a thing for me, finest thing you'd ever seen. I must admit to you, I've heard them lines a time or two, although for some apparent reason, monkey lines are now in season. <laughs> lights <laughs> on, lights off, I guess, I guess the, the crew's on, so, so I am digging the sea, digging on you, digging on me. Baby, baby, ooh, ooh. baby, baby, <laughs> it's on like that, it's, it's on, on like that. that. I gotta be in love with something like, like, like that. that. I'm digging the scene. You know, TLC is one of those groups that originated that whisper non-singing thing that was all the rave in the late in the early I mean the, the mid to late nineties. Mm-hmm. When the girls weren't really singing, it was more of a whisper. It was because even Chili, you know, you know, back yes. in the day everybody thought Chili was the one with the vocals when she, she finally would not. come out and she was not <laughs> It was whiny. Do you know? Right, right. Oh, why I do, I do, I do. It's like, girl, <laughs> clear your throat and say it with your chest, please. <laughs> and t Boz couldn't say it with her chest because she always Listen, had a cold. Mousy. She's a sinus infection. <laughs> Walking sinus infection. I can relate, though, because my adenoids are always swollen as well. So I understand. <laughs> Fully and completely what T-Boz is dealing with. <laughs> Allergies are really oppressive and they really bother you all year round. I feel like the older I get, the worse I get. So I have, I have sympathy for T-Boz that I did not have when I was an adolescent. This is very fair. You learn things as you get older. Praise the Lord, niggas. <laughs> Absolutely. Happy holidays and mm-hmm. praise the Lord, niggas. We are back for the last time in 2019. The last time. We really appreciate you guys, man. But Jade and I are going to be taking the next two weeks off to celebrate the holidays with our respective families and Mm -hmm. to just take a couple of inhales and exhales and breathe it on out um, because both of us have been working extremely hard this year. (laughs) And we are ever appreciative of all of you who tune in week after week. We are. Um, But we're going to take some time to refresh and reset so that we can start back in January ready um, to, you know, continue to, you know, gather around the kitchen table for a thoughtful conversation. For a third year, too. I feel like it's almost like we're we're headed into our fourth year. We're in the middle of our third year. This is our this is our third Christmas. Oh, shit. 
Wait, um, I no, guess maybe you're I'm right. Lying. Because no. we started in March of 20... So yeah, we're, for, we're headed into our third year. You're right. Third year, but March still. 2020 will be our third year, which is bananas. We are toddlers. We are speaking. We are... Listen, we're we're potty trained. We have teeth. Oh my God. <laughs> we're eating solids about? and terrorizing the streets. Pretty much Out on brand. with horrible attitudes. <laughs> our favorite word is No. <laughs> And we snatch things. We are just. We are entitled. We are. <laughs> but yes, we thank you guys. And we're looking forward to, uh, you know, all that's to come. Getting grown, getting back on the road in 2020. Yes, we are with some and new and fun things. Yes. And we're going to curate a, a wonderful live experience for you. It's not just going to be your average, regular, regular live show. But we're working on some things. Got some things up our sleeves Ooh. to really kind of bring the kitchen table to you. Live and direct. Absolutely. Burm, 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 burm. Um, How you doing, yeah. sis? I'm hanging in. I'm excited that this is my last week at work. Um, and I have a birthday coming. So Yeah, you do on Friday. <laughs> so, man, I am... In honor oh, of Kia's birthday, old. I want everybody to send Don't you do this because you always know. No. Of Kaya. No. <laughs> Don't send me anything because Jade said so. Because Jade likes to fill up my mentions with people I don't know. I'm who Head are these people? Galore. I what on earth? I'm like, why is Jade what? Everyone's just following as per Jade's instructions. Just following Jade's directions. Oh, I love it. Sending me pictures of people. What is this? It is. We're gonna send you pictures of Kaya for your birthday. Don't do that. <laughs> Because why? Kaya has nothing to do no, with me. I know, but I just love telling people to send random stuff. No, guys, send her well wishes, though, and send beautiful wishes. Send me well wishes. wishes and thoughts and prayers. Yeah, but, but if you have ugly sentiments, keep them to yourself. Please, because I just can't take another thing. 2019 <laughs> is dragging me by my brows. And 2020 is going to lift you up. I can't take another thing. I can't. She's going to lift yes. you up. I feel it in my gutturals. Oh, my gosh. I receive it. How are you doing? Enough about me. How are you? I'm exhausted, but Man, I am fair. very grateful to be here. Um, thank you to everybody who came out for for the tour. San Man. Francisco, Dallas, Atlanta, Atlanta. was a was a move. Atlanta was Atlanta a wave. Was a mood. Okay, we thank you, Atlanta. Atlanta, we f with you really heavy. The pop up shop was lit. The show was lit. It was just so so much fun to be there. Um, it was. It was a blast. to kick it with y'all, it felt like home. We was just kicking it, and it was so, so much fun. We love being on the road with the friend zone. Yes. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of overlap in our audiences and communities. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it was just a good time. Thanks to everyone who came, those who, who participated in the meet and greets. Yes. Those who brought us presents. And, yes. And not that that's required at all, but we no. really appreciate those of you who think about us and... And give us things to remember yes. you by. We totally don't take that for granted. So we appreciate y'all so, so much. Thanks to everybody who came out to support each of the shows this fall. We have we have had a blast. A good um, time. Good, good time. And we're looking forward, like I said earlier, to doing more and more live experience kind of shows in the very, very near future. 
And thank you to everybody who came out to the dopest dinner party at Atlanta. It was a house party. Uh, I mean, I mean, it was a mood. <laughs> a it wave. was 70-something niggas in the place. My gosh. Um, everybody loved the food, which was great. Uh, you know, Santana and I, essentially the dopest dinner party, two aunties, your aunties who smoke the funny smelling cigarettes, as Shanti likes to call us, who travel around, and we like to invite you into our... Uh, quote unquote home for the evening so we cook for you we want you to have a good time dance play games do whatever you feel and then also shout out to every vendor from the yeah, marketplace man. all run by black women dj whitney abstract who killed ev- killed everything when i tell you she knew she read the room niggas were ha- bopping and grooving yes, um indeed. phyllis iller on the camera we had Black Dragon Breakfast Club, Zen in a Jar, Beads by Woo, and Femme Noir, and Unboss and Unbought. So thank you to every single black woman who was involved, everybody who came out and supported, supported all of the ladies. Um, we truly, truly, truly appreciate you. And Kia and I appreciate you for continuing to support us every week. So, so goats. we got some trash to get into. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get into it. Trash is hot today. It's nice. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> First and foremost, the Jonas Brothers. Okay. So, really? the Jonas Brothers were asked to perform a tribute to Earth, Wind, and Fire because <laughs> <laughs> exactly because they were the first black group and first R and B group to be inducted in the Kennedy Center Honors. Okay. In D.C. Now. The Jonas Brothers were asked to perform this Earth, Wind, and Fire tribute. What? Which is so fascinating when there's so many living people who like I know. The Hamilton's like, not available. PJ Morton, Anthony Hamilton. Stevie Wonder. He's still Stevie alive. Wonder. I mean, I'm thinking like, you know, the young, yeah, uh, there's so many people oh, who yeah. are... Who, who could have availed themselves? You needed somebody willingly, with a falsetto. You got Maxwell. Willingly availed themselves to pay tribute to the elements. Are you stinking kidding me? And then, oh no, sis, it gets worse. Remember oh, what gosh. Alicia Keys did at um, Anita mm. Baker's concert? When she was talking? When she was talking and forgot the Oh, and Emily King, what she Emily did? Emily King, who didn't know the words. The Angel. Jonas Brothers forgot the words. To what? Boogie Wonderland, I think. Heresy. Dance. Boogie heresy. Wonderland. Why they didn't ask me? Like <laughs> heresy. That is heresy and sacrilege. And I feel like their Grammys should be taken away. I absolutely agree. And I feel like, you know, whoever asked for this, this is what y'all get for asking the Jonas Brothers. BET to be the gotta ones. do something. Can they we have, like we have to call the people? Be, somebody got to do something to make amends for such a just just such injustice. There must I'm be disgusted. atonement. <laughs> Something has got to be done. The Jonas Brothers. The I more think I think I'm about it, the more upset this. I get. Well, then let's move on because the next one is good. <sighs> okay. So I don't know if you watch The View. I. <laughs> 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 I know where you're going. <laughs> I don't, but but Noah does. She watches it with her nana. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, I, did, p- I did not get a chance to watch, but listen, <laughs> oh. Whoopi has been all over my timelines all day, and, it and was I so stand. Funny. I stand. <laughs> she said, "Girl, please stop talking." I mean, that <laughs> girl was so 
full of, I mean, it, she's that always full girl of shit, represented the girl that women for generations have wanted to utter to their counterparts Ooh. and co-workers. That girl was, it represented, I mean, general, she's one of the people I mean, you just want to shake. It was like, it, I felt so seen and heard in that girl. Whoopi's girl was heard around girl. the world. It resonated so deeply Please stop within talking. me. That that was really all that I needed today. Like that girl, please. Like, I mean. And then she put the cherry and the whipped cream and the sprinkles on top because at the girl goes, because I'm not calling her by her name. The girl goes, well, I'll just stop talking for the rest of the show. And Whoopi and goes, didn't. that's fine with Please. me. I don't Please. have a problem with that at all. I don't have a problem. That is fine by but what? me. This is what they do, though. This is what I has love to see to it. Yes, I love to see it. <laughs> this is what has happened, what I've experienced before. They say they're not going to say anything else and then proceed to keep saying things. Yep. Because that's exactly what she did. That's exactly I feel what like she did. I've not seen the whole episode, but I'm actually anxious to kind of go on demand and watch it today because I want to see the context. I want to know what happened before and after that girl, please stop talking. I know. I need to watch the entire thing. Oh, my gosh. But that clip alone. Old girl is really like, I mean, she has really, really been walking in the, I mean, just <laughs> she's just walking privilege and entitlement. Mm -hmm. um, and and really has been kind of owning that these last few months on the read on the read <laughs> on the view. <laughs> Could you imagine if she was on the? Oh, girl, that Ooh. would be so good. Oh, I would. Um, I love to see it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, it was just like the 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 closest we might have ever gotten to just like being able to go off. I lived through Whippy today. Oh, I did. Kind of like was able to just say, hey, we're done with that. <laughs> like, I felt like she had, she she carried a piece of the burden that I carry each Did. day. Did. It was so good. We speak your name today, Whoopi. Oh my gosh. You what? know, you've had moments She's that have been a questionable. a pioneer. But Absolutely. But today, <laughs> today, you looked out for us. Yes, you did. We thank you. In sad news and thought where, um... Fashion Nova. So it's been reported that Fashion Nova is paying less than minimum wage to their workers. Wait. They're, yes, they're hiring. Um, and this is their their warehouses in L.A. But they're hiring, uh, you know, immigrants and um, and they're they're doing this illegally, obviously, and paying as little as two dollars and seventy seven cents per hour to those who are working on these clothes. Mm. So, you know, I didn't mean to pee in anybody's coffee, but I thought that might be something that you want to consider. Fast fashion is already killing the environment. Um, and, you know, again, not trying to rain on anybody's parade. I'm not going to judge you if I see you in Fashion Nova at all. I think I own a Fashion Nova bathing suit cover <laughs> and... uh I believe a bodysuit I was given, but you know, I thought that was really kind of gross that they're, you know, they're paying $2 mm, and 77 cents okay. to these people. That's not all right. People cannot live off of that anywhere. People can barely live off minimum wage. So right. $2 and 77 cents is completely obscene. And they're trying to, they're able to kind of, there's a loophole, I guess, where they're able to blame it on the people that they contract to for this or that, but regardless is wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Did you see the clip of Sean Carter snatching the phone out of that man's hand? I at did. 50th like how party. my mama used to snatch that paper out of my hand in church when I was writing notes. <laughs> Give me that. What are you doing? I mean, he really, really is standing squarely in. Sunned the fuck. I mean, like he's what? He sunned him so hard. And I mean, your boy was just standing there. Like, what can you do after somebody like Jay Z snatches your phone? Snatches your phone out your hand. Now, it's it was it was reported that the dude was trying to take a picture of Beyonce, and Beyonce was over there just getting busy to new edition. She was having Mm -hmm. a good time dancing with her girlfriends. What it looked like to me in the video, and I could totally be wrong. I think the nigga was trying to just take a selfie. I didn't even really see the angle like that, so it didn't. It didn't. I. It didn't look like he was trying to take a picture of Beyonce, but mm-hmm. maybe Jay Z saw something. He was there. I was not there. Um, but a person who was there was uh, Christian genius billionaire Kanye no. West. No. He walked in and it was awkward boots. I'm sure it was. (laughs) Shout out to Diddy for inviting him. Right. I was very surprised by that. But then I'm not at the same time because I feel like Puffy is also half of the devil. And he likes to do things (laughs) to like be meddlesome. You know what I'm saying? Have a little fun. (laughs) I Uh, do see a meme where there's like you see like Jay-Z and you see Kanye West and you see like Diddy's face, like looking, like <laughs> like watching, like it's like look at Diddy is being a messy he is queen, being, and you know he is. That's just the like thing. Ooh, like I bet you Kanye like, walked ooh. in and Diddy was like, mm, he probably hey, he girl. probably elbowed somebody talking about. I didn't think he was gonna come. I invited him, but I didn't think he was gonna come. <laughs> it would have been so funny. And I, why would my? I mean, everybody looked nice though. Can I just tell you, my old coworkers? So where I just stopped working. Mm-hmm. We're at the party, which means had I still been working for this agency, I would have been at them? the party. Yes. Your old coworkers? Yes. Wow. My I was word. like, they called us. They were like, girl, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Not that I know if I would have gone. I don't feel like walking for cheesecake, but <laughs> may, I probably would have because who's going to turn that down? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, ooh, The Hollywood Critics Association named Kristen Stewart as actress of the decade. <laughs> Whom? <laughs> the Who girl from Twilight. Oh, that's enough. I, we have Viola Davis. I don't We even. have so many actresses. In, we have Regina King. Like, and y'all name Kristen Stewart. Actress of the decade. The decade? Decade, baby. Decade. That's enough. Dios años. The... The disrespect is really just... It's kind of crazy. Um, Okay, so this actually upset me. The last two stories actually upset me. So there's a black woman facing prison over over a voting law. So basically, Lanisha Bratcher, um, the, the police barged into her North Carolina home, and she was informed that despite the unspeakable loss that she was still processing, there was a warrant out for her arrest. So she had lost a family member. Mm-hmm. She had lost a family member. And they came and they were arresting her because in 2013, she was on probation and voted. And North Carolina law says that convicted felons uh, can only vote once after completing their sentence, including probation or parole. And so because she had no idea that she'd been stripped of her rights to vote, She is now facing up to 19 months in prison. So incredibly. She literally had no clue. And she is facing up to 19 months in prison. 
It is literally the pettiest thing I've ever seen. It is disgusting. I don't even know what needs to be done, but it ain't all right. We need to be aware. It ain't all right. So Orlando Jones, I know you probably did not watch the show. I can probably bet my entire bank account that you did not watch this show. American Gods. Mm -mm. Okay. Yeah. And so Orlando Jones was actually on American Gods. He rep he was uh he played the character Anansi. Uh doc he was Dr. Nancy, but he or Mr. Nancy, but he who is a who is a representation of Anansi, you know, from um African folklore. So he was fired from the third season of American Gods. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Okay. The production company who runs who does American Gods is Fremantle Media, which is the same production company who allegedly fired Gabrielle Union from America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. And their re in the reasoning, and he went on his Instagram and said all of this. The reasoning for him getting fired was he said um, the new showrunner came and said that the role of Mr. Nancy wasn't right for Black America. Now, let me tell you a little bit about the role of Mr. Nancy. Mr. Nancy came on the scene. This is his opening introduction. He came on the scene on one of, in a scene where they were on the slave ships while they mm-hmm. were being transported to America. And he came on and, had, and the slaves rioted and it was like a thing, but he like empowered them. And you're saying that this is not the right character for black America. So you don't want to see black America have representation of a character that uplifts and upbuilds them and empowers them to fight against the system. Hmm. Mm. Mm. I just found that to be quite interesting. And that's the trash this week. My Lord. Child. In team typing fast news, I don't know if anyone else cares. Yes, we do. Um, but Riley Burris, Candy's oldest daughter. Yes. Has been accepted to NYU. Yes, she has. I was very excited to see that. Yes, she has. That is super um, exciting. NYU is her number one school, and the acceptances are starting to roll in for especially students who have elected to apply like early action or early decisions. So mm-hmm. I was really glad to see that young Riley is going to be, you know, in Washington Square Park. That's right. Okay. Representing the purple and white. Absolutely. So and- Riley girl, if you're listening, Auntie Key is here for you. I'm um, glad you brought that up quickly. There's a So there was a... Santana and I had a quick conversation about that because apparently there was some like outrage online about Candy getting um, Riley a $5,000 apartment. Oh, Lord. And the thing about that is, here's my thing. We work hard, right? Why do do we work hard? Do we work hard so that we can stuff all our money up under our mattress? Or do we work hard so that our future generations are able to live better than us? Why are you all outraged because you can't get your kid a $5,000 apartment? So the thing is, I mean, uh, a five, unfortunately, a $5,000 apartment in New York City is not a deluxe apartment in the sky. It ain't what y'all think it is. It it's is a little like, better I, than most. I mean, it's, but. It is better than, you know the average apartment but if i had them if i had a a a daughter who was 17 years old and i was sending her to new york city for her education i would absolutely pay the five in order to ensure that she was in a safe building 
in an area, you know, in a safe building with security and, and you know, the amenities and the, and the style of living that she's accustomed to. And $5,000 a month, unfortunately, like I was saying before, this is not, this is not mean that she is living with the rich and the famous. No. She's, she's living a life, I think, that is probably, you know. I mean, she's know, living with the niggas who got, like, decent jobs. Yeah. Like, she's certain. living, she's not at all going to be an anomaly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, she's not, this is not a celebrity kind of situation. Um, this is, you know, my mom works hard and does well. And, you know, thankfully that means I don't, you know, I don't have to live in the hood. Um, like not that there's niggas. anything wrong with that but no. I mean I just think that right I mean because hello <laughs> my hand is raised <laughs> I just feel like um, yeah I don't know I think we we be worried about the wrong things as a people and uh, I really wish that we would get over that absolutely um, because I mean Candy Candy works Riley works everybody's working and she's going to college. We're not sending her up to New York to, to you know, uh, just be a socialite. No. She's going to be in school and she deserves to have nice things, I think. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's why we work hard. Get, you better damn be sure that I'm working and busting my ass so that Noah don't, ha- don't have to do the same thing in the future. And she's I mean, able to do right. what she wants. Right. Like, what do y'all niggas work hard for? What? What exactly? <laughs> what, what is it? And that's the trash. That's enough. My sister's popping right now. Like. Okay. So with this being the last show of the year and the decade. Oh, nigga. Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. I just thought about that. We want to do a few shout outs this week so that, you know, it's holiday season. We want people to get their things. We want to make sure that everybody is out here supporting one another. And so the shout out that I have this week, Kia has one and I have one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a listener shout out from uh, in the emails. Let's it is the it. curl killer. This is at Baby Bangs Natural Hair Salon. So Baby Bangs Natural Hair Salon is located in New Orleans, 223 North Rendon Street in New Orleans. And uh, you can find them on Instagram at curl killer. That's C-U-R-L-K-I-L-L-A. Or online at babybangswithaz.com. So this is a natural hair salon. Jamika, who's a California native, she relocated to New Orleans and always had a passion for hair and makeup. And she specializes in natural hairstyling like wash and goes, flat twist outs, flexi rods, and more. She also does uh, hair education and educating people on natural hair and their specific hair needs. So the reason I wanted to shout them out is because they did my mother's hair. Mm -hmm. My mother cut her hair off as every black woman does several <laughs> times in their life. She's, she, I think she started when I was like 11. But she cut her hair off and decided she was going to like be fully out here with her curls. So she went and she, you know, she showed up on me and my sister's FaceTime and we were like, girl, go do something with that. So she ended up going to this salon. My sister booked her there and her hair was beautiful. They nice. did a wash and go on her. It was so moisturized. The cut was cute. Like I was like, please, please continue to do this to my mother's hair. And they told me if your mother ends up looking like that on your FaceTime again, please call us immediately. So <laughs> I wanted to shout them out. All of the information will be in the description box. But if you have natural hair and you're in the New Orleans area and you're looking for somewhere to go, that is a babe, the Baby Bang Salon and the Curl Killer, Jamika. She is out here for you. So, again, all the information will be in the description box. Who's your shout out, sis? My shout out is for Candice O of CandiceOBeauty.com. Um, she is a uh, Rita. She 
calls herself, excuse me, I just want to read this correctly. She <laughs> is the retail sales maven turned makeup artist and beauty blogger and entrepreneur who has, um, over the past 11 years, shared the ins and outs of beauty using her subject matter expertise to provide buying suggestions and teach her followers and fellow consumers. Mm-hmm. She's passionate about sharing information with women who want to be the best versions of themselves and dispel myths that can only look that you can only look amazing if you have a million dollars in a glam squad. She believes that every woman should have a solid skincare routine and a personalized HD ready makeup routine. Um, she is um, a beauty blogger. Like I said, you can find her makeup tips, style and makeup tips on CandiceOBeauty.com. She also has a business, uh, an apparel brand called Pretty Intentional. Oh. Um, and that's an apparel and lifestyle brand that celebrates women who live a life of intention while simultaneously and unapologetically doing and being the most. Um, Candice uh, has really super cute tees and canvas bags and other little novelty items. Um, and she sent me a Get Snatched or Die Trying shirt um, yeah. to, wear, <laughs> to wear during my workouts. And I'm really super excited to uh, oh, wear I want one down, of those. <laughs> right down to the Orange Theory. So we will definitely put all of um, the links and information for you guys to shop Pretty Intentional. They're having a sale for the holidays in this adorable little The Most nameplate necklace, which I think I'm going to be picking up for myself. Um, but yeah, Candace is a, a, a personal friend of mine who's always been super supportive of myself getting grown, teen typing fast. Um, she is really just everything, everything that she is on her uh, um, social media. She has a, <laughs> her stories are always a key and a cackle. Um, and she is really authentic, um, you know, to, to what she, how, how she presents herself in this space. Um, and we always stand um, a black woman being herself mm-hmm. and making money and minding the business that pays her. Um, so we're really excited for all the things, the dope and amazing things that she's doing, despite the challenges that she's faced in 2019. We're looking forward to 2020 being an amazing year for her. So y'all please go check out um, Candace and all the beautiful, wonderful, amazing, things that she's doing across Al Gore's internet. Um, the links to Pretty Intentional and Candace O'Beauty will be um, in the description box. So please support her and be sure to tell her that Jaden Kia sent you. Yes. What up, Candace? <laughs> and then lastly, we have a shout out. Um, <clears throat> we have a shout out in this shout out is from a listener. She says, hi, Jaden Kia. First, I have to acknowledge how entertained I am at work when I listen to your podcast. I'm a fairly new listener and I'm captivated by your level of comfortability on the air. Your transparency and creativity is welcoming and heartwarming. Thank you, sis. Sending love to everyone that is grieving or learning to cope. Thank you both for acknowledging this issue. My grandpa's birthday is December 23rd and he passed December 26th on top of other significant losses, such as my daughter's father who passed in a car accident. So you are not alone. Why am I here? One of your followers is an avid supporter of my home fragrance company, Taylor Infused LLC. She encouraged me to contact you both and share the greatness of Taylor Infused products. Taylor Infused LLC is a home fragrance company based in Maryland. We aim to provide natural, affordable, and invigorating home fragrances. Our goal is to create memorable experiences by infusing your home with invigorating scents. Each fragrance blend represents family, friendship, community, love, trials, and victories. 
we know that invigorating fragrances could add the final touch to warm hospitality. So we decided to create natural home fragrance products that will add the final touches to your home office or your car. Your guests will always associate your home office or car with your warm and pleasant scents. Taylor Infused customers made our natural room sprays our highest selling item of 2019. And we would love for your audience to infuse their home office or car with invigorating scents. So all getting grown uh, listeners can save 15% off their natural room spray order until January 30th, 2020 nice. by using coupon code GROWN. Thank you for the opportunity to share our business information with gratitude, Taylor Infused. So again, all of that information will be in the description box. You know good smells are near and dear to my heart and Kia's as well. That's true. We love to smell good. We love for our homes to smell good. Always burning the diffusers and the incense and everything else and candles. So I cannot wait to add Taylor Infused to my home. And we'll put that information in the description box. Make sure you guys get your gifts and get all your good things and shop a black owned business. And that's our shout outs for the decade. All right. Shout out to everyone, all of the entrepreneurs, awesome, awesome, amazing people doing awesome, amazing things. Not even just not even entrepreneurs alone, but those of you who have accomplished things on your job this year. Those of you who've graduated from respective programs, those of you who have who are surviving just the challenges of life and doing so with grace and um kindness self-kindness and compassion we want to commend you and give you a shout out you've made it to the end of this year you sure did um and we're super proud of you and looking forward to all of the amazing things that 2020 will bring us so shout out to all of y'all shout out to y'all here's a harsh reality just because it's not warm doesn't mean you don't sweat perspiration for all seasons okay So even though you might be making changes to your beauty routine this winter by moisturizing your skin a little bit more intentionally, uh, you know, moisturizing your hair, deep conditioning, um, whatever your winter regimen might be, um, there are some things that you need year round, like aluminum free coconut deodorant from Kapari. Kapari's coconut deodorant is a cleaner alternative to traditional deodorants. It's aluminum free, vegan, and doesn't contain silicone, sulfates, parabens, GMOs, or baking soda. Instead of using questionable ingredients you probably don't want on your body, Kapari's deodorant keeps you fresh with plant-based actives like sage oil and coconut oil. And since you're never going to not need deodorant, okay, never. Kapari's made it so that you never have to run out. (laughs) You can subscribe and get deodorant automatically shipped to your door as often as you choose and for free. Kapari offers a money-back guarantee, so if you've been thinking about switching to a cleaner deodorant, this is the best way to do it. What I love about Kapari is that it makes me smell like a mojito all day. Um, It also goes on, it goes on uh, clear and it's never something that you got to worry about reapplying because it lasts throughout the day. I'm a big fan of the original, um, but I also do like the gardenia scent. Um, And when I think about it with respect to the deodorants that I buy in the drugstore, Kapari really does kind of measure up and even surpass, you know, my favorite uh, store brand deodorant. Mm -hmm. So go to kaparibeauty.com slash grown to get 15% off your monthly subscription orders. That's Kapari, K-O-P-A-R-I beauty.com slash grown. Kaparibeauty.com slash grown. With HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, get easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. Break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh's 20-plus seasonal chef-curated recipes each week. 
There's something for everyone from family recipes to calorie smart and vegetarian and fun menu series like Hall of Fame and Kraft Burgers, my favorite. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality regardless of your comfort in the kitchen. From step-by-step recipes to pre-measured ingredients, you'll have everything you need to get a wow-worthy dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes. That's a TV show. HelloFresh is flexible and fits your lifestyle. Add extra meals to your weekly order as well as yummy add-ons like garlic bread and cookie dough. And that cookie dough is so good. (laughs) And easily change your delivery days, food preference, and skip a week whenever you need. Let me let me tell y'all what I just got. I just got cheesy pub burgers with griddled onion chipotle sauce and potato rounds, mm. pork and charred corn chimichurri tacos with lime crema and tomato, and then balsamic tomato parmesan risotto with basil oil and zucchini. I mean, I'm so pleased with everything that I get from HelloFresh. And it doesn't take up my entire evening to make. Half an hour is no time. That gives me more time to spend with my family and more time to get things done and more time to rest. Get nine free meals with HelloFresh by going to HelloFresh.com slash grown nine and using code grown nine. That's HelloFresh.com slash grown nine and code grown nine. All right, y'all. It's time to gather around the kitchen table for the last time in the decade. That sounds really dramatic, but okay. It does. <laughs> um, so in the spirit of the holidays, we've had all holiday shows this this month, and we're going to close it out with something quick and hopefully uh, lighthearted and fun and pleasant and something that will get you all in the mood um, as you, you know, prepare. Um, yes. You know, we've talked a lot about the things about the holidays that can stress us out and how do we survive and cope and kind of manage these time this time of year um and we want to kind of end on a note where we're looking forward and um one of the things that we talked about as in terms of um ways that we manage the stress of the holidays is to develop new traditions Mm -hmm. um because some of you know the things just just to kind of create space for us to kind of welcome the things that we desire into our lives. Um, And I had the idea uh, to, you know, think about a perfect holiday. Like if we could curate a perfect holiday experience, what would it entail? What would you do? Where would you be? Who would you be with? What would you eat? What would you wear? Um, Just kind of like to sit back if we had, if we had, you know, just free reign. We can just dream big dreams. We don't have no budget. We don't have no constraints, no limitations. And we can just use the space and time to just kind of think about what uh, the perfect holiday would be. What would that look like? So since I'm going to kick it to you and just like think, just like literally go to your happiest of places and think about what the very a perfect holiday for Jade would consist of. Okay. So, it's something like Kwanzaa, kind of, (laughs) (laughs) but not quite. Basically, so it's a black-ass holiday. I don't know what it's called yet. So good. But essentially, I want it to be... I want it to be several days because there needs to be a day with like your family and your closest loved ones. Mm -hmm. And I want a day of partying with your friends and like indulgence like things that you love not you know not to the point of being ridiculous ridiculous but food you know what Mm -hmm. we do at the holidays instead of a tree 
I want the representation to be that black ass wicker chair from the baby shower back in the seventies. <laughs> so your holiday has a emblem. It has an emblem. It has that's a, it the has emblem. A, okay, it's that chair. I love it. And I, I want to. And because I just love lights, I just love Christmas lights. I just think they're pretty. We put we, lights we on gonna, the baby we, shower chair. We're gonna wrap the baby shower chair with lights. Okay, and I want every, and every home has to have a big ass one. <laughs> In their home, and then like you can like everybody. take pictures in the chair, and yes. it's like a thing. It's a thing, and we all, you know, is a hashtag, and we post <laughs> it. Like it's a thing, and so the holiday represents community and mm-hmm. unity as a people, as an entire diaspora. So then, the final day of the holiday is a giant ass block party, right? Oh, this man. big ass like city party. I don't know if we get an island, but we. Every, I want every representation from everybody in the diaspora. I want, I want Black Americans. I want West Africans. I want East Africans. I want Caribbeans. I want Brazilians, Black Brazilians, Black Mexicans, Mexicans of Veracruz. I want Indigenous people of Australia. Every representation of the diaspora comes out and represents their culture. Something like the Labor Day Parade in Brooklyn, but bigger because mm, mm. I want everybody represented from where they're from in the diaspora. And mm-hmm. then we have a big ass like feast with every dish that everybody's ever grown up with in the diaspora from collard greens to fufu to <laughs> to roti and jollof rice. Jollof rice. <laughs> jollof rice. <laughs> I so that is what I envision. Man, and golden brown delicious fried chicken and catfish. And baby shower punch oh and deviled gosh. eggs because niggas love deviled With eggs. Paprika. <laughs> you don't have no paprika in your devil eggs. My Those are not deviled eggs. You have not been raised. You haven't. Who and doesn't put paprika on their deviled eggs? People who have not been raised. Wow. Is People that like a thing? That I have seen it. I've seen it. Unfortunately, Ooh. it is something that I have seen and witnessed in my in my lifetime. Oh, I'm grateful. So I think for me, Christmas still is very much about celebrating the birth of Christ. But I think that I would just infuse that celebration with the things that that I think would uh, you know just that that represent. Um, me mm-hmm. and what I like to do. Like if I was, if I would just, if I had, you know, car, if I just had free reign to just, you know, celebrate this day in my own way, um, I, I too would probably take a couple of days, but I would absolutely want to be um, in a warm place. I'm thinking like an island or something mm-hmm. um, where there is, you know, clean linens and a clean house and just like you know we don't have to worry about the busy work of the holidays mm-hmm. there's help there's uh assistance there are things that are taken care of like you know and all of the, the things the logistics of the holiday are taken care of i don't know how but i just we just don't have to worry about <laughs> yes. those kinds of things yes. um everything is clean everything is prepared we don't have to worry um that's very important to me mm-hmm. um and i would really really appreciate if we can all just find time and space to really really rest and whatever rest looks like for you you could have access to that rest um 
in this special place where we're celebrating Christmas. So if your rest is, you know, uh, watching TV, then you can, you know, there's tons of beautiful, uh, luxurious couches with pillows and throws and beautiful big screen TVs. And we all can do that. If your rest is spa days, if your rest is the books on the beach, if your rest is, um, If your rest is, you know, shopping, luxury. Yeah. or Yeah. Like anything, (laughs) anything you want to do to kind of rest and recuperate and and just recalibrate, reset yourself. Everyone's coming to Christmas in order to get some rest so we can really reflect and think about what the joy of the day is supposed to be about instead of instead of being distracted with all of the busyness. And in my Christmas celebration, you get to pick who you celebrate with there's no sense of obligation to be with people because you're related to them Mm. um i mean you can be with your family if that's what you like but if you want to be by yourself you can if you just want to be with your boo you can if you just want to you know call your 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 cousins your best friends or if you just want to kick it you know with you know your neighbors anybody your co-workers whoever it is that you like to decompress and kick it with you can kind of pick your own guest list and there is no shade, right? No, no one's going to fill away. You can, yeah, there's no guilt. You can do what you want to do. Yep. And my celebration is less of a block party, but st- more kind of like a live concert, mm, yeah. <laughs> like, you oh, know, yeah. a live outdoor concert oh, with yes. all kinds of favorite foods and your mm-hmm. favorite artists. And we just kind of like enjoy the live music and, you know, have the wind blowing through our parts of our braids. And we're just feeling our, uh, you know, our freest black selves, which is feeling, which is feeling amazing. And for me, um, I don't know. I think that, as I said, as I said at Thanksgiving, I am kind of over Thanksgiving food. Yeah, that's fair. I'm over the over the conventional holiday black food. Now I'm going to eat it because of <laughs> because <delicious>. it is <laughs> it is what it is. But I'm just saying, like, I wish that we could start to, you know enjoy some other things or not feel so bound to turkey and dressing mm. um and greens and stuff mm. even though those things are delicious and they there was there will always have a, a warm and welcome place in my heart but you know i what if i want to on christmas day like go to the amusement park and eat funnel cake then you should be able to do that i should be able to do that I agree. if i want to you know uh eat ice cream or if I yeah or if I want to even if I just if I want to have like you know some crab legs or you know like anything 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 I want I can have it um whatever I'm even if it's even if it's just like a catfish sandwich and some hush puppies or like anything you know what I'm saying like whatever Mm -hmm. um but yeah I think if I had a perfect holiday it would it would be filled with with rest and music and people that I love to be in company with Mm -hmm. and um, really peace of mind. Yes. I think that that's one of the things that I have taken for granted. Um, And, um, you know, when I was a child, when I was a teenager, when I was worried about material things um, and yeah, I think the older that I that I get, I just have such a, a reverent appreciation for 
peace of mind and security mm-hmm. and, um, you know, things like health and wholeness mm. and safety, things that I've taken for granted. Um, so I just, a perfect holiday for me is a holiday where my family is well, mm-hmm. where I am well, where we are not stressed or worried or concerned about the circumstances and conditions of life. Um, and, you know, we can just take the time to enjoy each other and enjoy ourselves. Um because, you know, I realize that that is not something that everyone has access to. Yep. I agree. Yeah. I agree. That's a beautiful holiday, sis. <sighs> Write us and tell us what your... Yes. Tell us about your, your perfect holidays. holidays. Yes. What are you guys eating? What are you doing? Where would you like to be? I'd I like to go to the amusement park and have an, a beautiful outdoor festival concert. Jade's having that. a block party. Yeah. I want to, and I'm going to come to yours and ride roller coasters. Absolutely, because I am definitely going to curate a look and sit down in that worker chair. Oh, I know that's right. And give the girls a show. <laughs> I want legs. Give me legs. <laughs> <laughs> so we thank you for kicking it with us at the final kitchen table of 2019. And sure, you're right. This decade, like mm-hmm. what the fuck? That's crazy. Like niggas, real crazy. Made it through another decade. We're grateful. We're grateful Very. for that. Very. And we're grateful for y'all. And now we'll move on to our honesty box. Let's do it. Do it. A smell can bring on a flood of memories, influence your mood, and of course, enhance your natural style. But looking for that signature scent can cost you time and money. Thankfully, Scentbird lets you mix up your fragrance routine without breaking the bank. So I really love Scentbird. Um, I love that they come in these cute little travel vials that you can pop in your purse or your carry on. Mm-hmm. I love that you get like, you know, 30 days worth of a scent that you can really try and like wear it and see how you, how it really commiserates with your body chemistry before you take the plunge and, um, you know, splurge on the full bottle. I just love uh, that each of the, the vials are like color coordinated. So you don't, mm-hmm. you know, you know which one you're grabbing. It's really dope. Um, and I love that you can literally pick just about any perfume ever. <laughs> they have it. <laughs> if you're looking for Gucci, Tom mm. Ford, Chanel, uh, Terry Mugler. If you're looking for um, um, Lancome. It's Hell, all if you to- want to go back to the 2000s, get you some Versace Dream. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Calvin Klein. Anything, girl. If you want to take a stroll back in time and get you some DKNY, <laughs> you can find it on December. Um, it's a subscription service that sends you a 30-day supply of luxury fragrance each month. And like I said, you can choose from 600 designer fragrance brands, including Tom Ford, Gucci, and Versace. You can even sort by brand style, occasion, season, and more to find your new fragrance. They also have products from other categories like skincare, wellness, and makeup. And with an exclusive offer just for our listeners, you can get 30% off your first month today. That's only $10 for your first fragrance. And you know, getting grown smelling good is a priority. Mm. So go to scentbird.com slash grown or use our code grown for 30% off your first month. Again, that's scentbird, S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash grown for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just 10 American dollars. Sign on and smell amazing. 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 Honestly, truly. Okay. So um, let's go ahead and get into our final honesty box We'll put a trigger warning on the honesty box because the listener did, but I thought it would be um, a good honesty box to cover, especially during this season. 
Okay. Hey, y'all. First and foremost, I want to thank you guys for everything you're doing. You ladies have been my best friends in my head, and I respond, laugh, and cry from my car. I'm sorry for this long email. Girl, it's not even that long. We've had longer. (laughs) (laughs) So I just got done listening to last week's episode about getting through the holidays, and Kia most definitely touched a spot that I thought that I was getting through. I was in Walmart and had to keep it together. I lost my grandma two years ago in November. 10 days before my birthday, and without actually dealing with the grief, I moved to a new state. Now that I'm in therapy, I'm finally finally noticing my triggers, but this isn't about me. I'm the third oldest of my five. I'm the third oldest of five. My older sister is nine months pregnant, and we're in the same state, and my other sisters are back home. My mom sent us text messages about her hurting and feeling down with losing her mom, and my older pregnant sister wrote us sister saying that she doesn't have time for her drama and she's trying to remain positive, which makes sense, but with me fighting with severe depression and anxiety makes me resent her a lot. I'm the only one who is in therapy and is getting help with my issues, and I know from firsthand that reaching out for help is far from being dramatic. So my question is, how do I deal with this without resenting my sister? And I'm working with my therapist, Bakia. How do I help my mom with her grieving with being in a new state? Mind you, we aren't as close due to issues in the past, but I would still hate to lose her also. Okay. Um, so she's looking for help. With how to Uh-oh. deal with her. She's resenting her sister for her response to her mother with her mother needing support um Mm -hmm. and she's also uh she's working with her therapist but she wants to know if you have any helpful suggestions on how to help with her grieving her grieving mother in and her being in a different state so i think that one thing i will say is that um everybody grieves differently so i think the first thing i would offer um is that whatever expectations you have of your mother and how she's navigating this process, just kind of take them off and allow um, for her to kind of go through it the way that she is. She is. I think the the best thing you can do is just kind of avail yourself. Um, even if you can't be there physically to just let her know that you are there for her. Um, and that you are there to support her however she needs to be supportive. There's no right or wrong way. There's no um, specific or certain way that that has to look. It's just a matter of like, what do you need me to do? Even if it's nothing at all, what do you need me to do? Um, and being attentive, paying uh, paying close attention to um, her watching and being mindful of an an observant of kind of like her patterns and what she's doing not necessarily so that you can predict um her actions or behaviors or speculate how she feels but just so you can kind of watch for patterns and and look for ways that you can take initiative to be helpful um and you know I think it's just you just got to be real honest and transparent and just kind of Make sure that your mother knows that you want to be supportive and allow for her to really kind of guide you in that process. Even if it, if it's just like, you know, I don't want anything or don't ask me for nothing or, you know, just like, just let it, and, and you know, just let it be what it is and just, you know, commit yourself to, to supporting her through it. As far as your sister is concerned, 
I think, you know, it's it's real when you when you feel like your family should respond like you respond. Um, or you're disappointed in the ways that they kind of show up in a situation. Um, but at the end of the day, everybody's grown. Everybody's responsible for themselves. And you can only take responsibility for the action that is yours. So, like, I am learning myself to kind of let go and release my expectation um, and the disappointment that comes when, when people don't meet the expectations that I have for them because that really doesn't um, hem anybody up but me. I learned a long time ago, and I'm still kind of learning, that um, when we be feeling a way about what our family members do and don't do, we the only ones losing sleep. <laughs> they are not bothered, typically, by the fact that we are upset. <laughs> so that being said, I'm learning to kind of let, to try and let go and um, instead focus that energy on being attentive to what things I do have control over in ways that I might be supportive, you know, cause I can only be responsible for myself. Like I'm only here to support. And this is what I'm, this is the way I'm going to do it. This is how I want to do it. Let me make sure that I'm doing it in, in the ways that are most useful and most meaningful to the people that I love. And your sister's going to have to answer for herself. Um, so it's not necessarily about, you may not be able to convince her. Um, and I'm, what I'm learning is a lot of times people see you getting busy and that, and then, you know, that can sometimes make them start to question what they may or may not be doing. So that's what I would, that's what I would say. Do you have any, anything, sis? No, I think you said it perfectly. Um, if I'm going to offer anything, just maybe, maybe a candid conversation with your sister and try to empathize with her too, because she could be grieving in her own way. I don't know if you all were close with your grandmother or not but she could be grieving in her own way. And this is kind of her coping mechanism, mm -hmm. which might not necessarily be the, you, you can't tell people how to grieve, but uh, being dismissive of another family member, I know is not the right way. Right. Um, but so maybe even bringing to her attention, how that behavior could be hurtful to your mother and then offering maybe some helpful tips from your therapist to your sister if she's not in the place where she's ready to go to therapy or wants to go to therapy maybe we're trying to empathize and then offer some tips so that it's not a big blow up but also you know just kind of bring into her attention like yo this is not like this is not cool my she's she's grieving right now you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying so even if you can't be there for her you know, it's not, you're not being empathetic by calling her dramatic, you know, maybe just having a conversation where you kind of bring that to the light and hopefully it can be done in a peaceful way. Yeah, um, and just be prepared for that conversation to go any kind of way. Any kind of way. That's why I'm like, <laughs> hopefully it will be peaceful, but you never know people's emotions get high and, and things. That's why I'm like, maybe offering some helpful tips from your therapist might help to steer that in a more positive direction. But we pray your peace because we know what it's like dealing with family. Right. Um, so hopefully that, that was helpful. Uh, and I hope that was helpful to anybody who may be having some difficulty during the holidays, if you have any similar situations. And, uh, we look forward to hearing from you all in 2020. Um, please continue to send your honesty box questions to getting grown podcast at gmail.com. We will be back January 6th, I think. Yep. So continue to send them and they will be heard and read. So Let's move on to our final um, black woman self-care of the decade. Okay. And probably like our 12th since we quit it super early. <laughs> <laughs> I did 
Okay, so black woman self-care. So I told you all before, you know, I like to rest in a clean home and like, you know, it's my judge to make sure that my shit is together. I, I, I'm i cleaning on a pretty much daily basis when I'm in town and anybody who speaks to me on the phone can attest to that. Right. But I was tired. So we, you know, went to Atlanta, had to prep for the dopest dinner party and then do the dopest dinner party. And then we had the live show, you know, and we had a brunch and it was just a full weekend. So I was exhausted. I think I got three hours of sleep after the dinner party before the show that night. And then the following night, the night of the show, I never went to bed because I had a flight the next morning (laughs) that I was afraid I was going to oversleep for. So I never went to sleep. So, you know, I came home on Sunday and my husband was like, it's parent observation day at Noah's dance. Are you going to come? And as much as I love my kid so 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 much (laughs) i said no because because there will be plenty more parent observation days and there will also be a recital in may and i was exhausted and i came home because i knew the house would be quiet i asked him what time they'd be back he said he had to run his mom on some errands and things like that so they wouldn't be back till about four or five o'clock so i said all right bet my flight gets in at 10 30 i'm going straight to the crib and i did and i got in the bed and slept until like 4.35. <laughs> and it was glorious. And I was still tired. And got up and like showered and got my life together and changed my sheets. And then went back to bed. So that was my black woman self-care. I went to sleep. And I rarely do that. But I got in the bed and went to sleep. Awesome. What's yours? Um, mine is also sleep. Um, well, I, uh, I just been really diligent around having like a bedtime this week. Um, and well, last week really, but just really kind of making sure that I, um, you know, I tend to stay up on the phone, uh, you know, talking, texting, Mm -hmm. surfing, scrolling, Mm -hmm. Even when I'm not working, I'm still up and my mind is still going, but I've been trying to be more intentional around really turning things off and having a set bedtime, um, deciding, you know, okay, I'm finished working. I'm finished looking at things. I'm going to really just kind of focus in and because I want my rest to be more efficient. I feel like, you know, I get into bed. It takes me a while to fall asleep. Um or if or I pass out right away, then I don't sleep through the night. But I'm really just trying to have a more sound rest regimen and mm-hmm. thinking about the things that kind of bring me, bring my wind me down and um, get me, me situated. Right, get me situated so that I can, um, you know, have more efficient rest. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's, that's good. My, yeah, I'm. I mean, I didn't really make it all of the days of last week because things got a little weird um when I didn't really I waited until the last minute to pack for Atlanta and didn't really know what I was going to wear all of that so um so (laughs) that that did not uh you know things didn't work out toward the end of the week but you know especially as I'm going into the holidays and we'll be in in Tennessee with my family I'm going to try to be more intentional around um getting back into you know oh it's bedtime good night I know I'm that's trying right. to parent myself in that way. 
Ooh, same. And it's very hard because I'm a night owl and not a morning person. Same. Very so, much. So work with us and uh, let us know what some of your self-care things have been this year. Um, we're interested to hear. Write into gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on social. We're getting ready to get a lot more interactive on social. So uh, make sure you hit us up. All information in the description box. And we can move on to our finale Petit Peeve segment. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. Oh, it's time for the final Petty Peeve. It's time for the final Petty Peeve. Mm-hmm. Do you have one? I do. Um, I don't know if I don't think I've said this one before, even though I, I feel like I might have, because I feel like all my petty peeves are travel related. <laughs> but we were flying back from Atlanta. Um, it wasn't a full flight. Um, and there was so I, I was sitting in a row um, where there was no nobody sitting in the middle seat, but there was an older woman sitting on the on. I was in the window. She was on the aisle. Mm-hmm. And um, this lady had a cold. We might have the same petty peeve. And when I tell you that she coughed several times on the flight and not once did she cover her mouth. We have the same petty peeve. And I, I mean, at a certain point, I was literally like looking her dead in her eyes like, you're gross. Like, like, like every time she did it, I was looking at her like, what, what is happening? And you, ma'am, are almost 100 years old. So I'm trying to figure out why at no point during the last century of your life (laughs) did no one tell you that it is inappropriate and considerate and downright disgusting for you to cough and spread your germs in these confined quarters for it to be a plane. We're all circulating this. We're all breathing the same circulated air. Like the uh, the the propensity of us con- contracting some sort of bacteria is already increased. Like you know what I'm saying? We're already you know operating. You know the odds are not in our favor, and you're going to add insult to injury by coughing. Literally, just I mean projecting your ver- your germs into the air. Yeah. Yes. I just felt like, yo, I just really had visions of me backhanding this woman. Like the whole flight, I just saw myself completely smushing her on the side of her head time after time after time because she coughed and absolutely refused to cover her mouth. It was just the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. So my petty peeve is the same with an added layer of gross. So it was the lady behind me, actually. And I told you all, I'm Naomi Campbell to the bullshit on a flight. I get on, I immediately start Cloroxing the seat handles, and the armrests, the screen, the tray table, the headrests, the seat belt buckle, every possible thing that I can, that I, the window, the, the thing around the window, anything that I think people touch, I'm, I'm Clorox wiping it down so that I can just try to stay away f- from sick as much as I possibly can. So I'm doing all of this. Of course, people are always looking at me crazy. Don't care. And so the ladies behind me are snickering while I'm doing it. And one of them has a cough that sounds like, I'm not even going to say it. She just has a, like she was in King's Landing. Like she, (laughs) she had the grossest cough known to man and was not covering her mouth. So she sees me, she's snickering at me doing all of this. 
So she's still coughing. I turn around and I look at her in her face, right through the seat crack. And she sees me look at her and she goes, don't worry, I'm not sick. It's just a little congestion. Girl. Bitch, that don't have nothing to do with the fact that you need to cover your motherfucking mouth. And that's what I said to her. The source <laughs> of your cough is not my business or my problem. I don't care. Just cover your care. mouth. Put your arm, put cough in your arm, cough in your shirt, but please cover your mouth and don't cough in your hand. Again, I, we have said this on the show. Do not cough in your hand because, unless you immediately are trying to go and wash your hands because you are spreading your germs about everywhere. Light handles, door handles, light switches, all kinds of things. You're spreading your germs. Stop coughing in your hands. But she was coughing all out all of her nastiness, all of her dragon cough, all out on the plane. Like you said, everybody circulating the same air. And something about this particular flight was extra stuffy for me. Mm -hmm. She pissed me off. Also, Amtrak, get a better app. <laughs> <laughs> and it's that's really it. not mobile device friendly. But no, thank not. you guys for entertaining our petty for yet another year. Yes. <laughs> um, we we are really really uh, again like we said at the start of the show we really appreciate you guys for um being such a committed um part of the getting grown community we could not do this without you we absolutely love the space that we are curating together this we are co-constructing it. it's not just me and jade it's me jade and all of you yes. and we really appreciate all the things um that Everyone contributes to our conversations and to our, um, you know, relationships that we're building as we try to figure out this scam of adulting Ooh. week after week. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we um, we will be taking the next two weeks off. Please take this time to enjoy yourself. Get rest. Um, if you are working, try to, you know, at least, you know, factor in schedule in some moments of rest and rep respite and rejuvenation mm. um um even if you have to work um we we recognize that everyone's not able to take time off but we want to just again hope hope that you guys have a um healthy safe warm pleasant refreshing um amazing enjoyable time Yes. With whomever you are spending your time with. Yes. Um, you deserve, even if it's yourself, yes. you deserve. So please, please, please um, take care of yourselves and each other. That's it. <laughs> That's the final episode of the decade. Man, I feel like we need like some theme music going out or whatever, but whatever. We, Ty, uh, can you insert the good times theme music? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the Good Times theme music, the Good Times reboot will be happening in 2020. Yes, we, we had we yes we discussed this the cast of the reboot. We're not at all enthused, but we will definitely be tuned in. So if that's something that you guys want to talk about as a community, let us know, and we can do that at the kitchen table. Word. Thank you all so 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 much for continuing to support Key and I, supporting the merch, supporting the live shows, supporting us individually and collectively, and just by listening to this shit every single week. Um, you know, I know a lot of you hate the praise the Lord niggas. I know it's grown on a lot of you. Mm -hmm. Um, we still don't care at the end of this decade. <laughs> We're still gonna say it next year. <laughs> But we love you guys so much and we really, really, really appreciate the community that has been built and is continuing to grow. And with that being said, sis, give them the final mantra. 
Ladies and gentlemen, continue to uh, drink your water, mind your business, uh, the business that pays you, mm. um, and moisturize your hair, your cuticles, your skin, your nails, yeah. your life. Yeah. Because your you're heels. black. Yes, your heels, <laughs> the crevices, the inner webs of your fingers and toes. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you get your joints. Your neck. Front and back. Don't that uh, you, neck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you uh, get your neck, get your decolletage. Decolletage. Kia has you know a fabulous decolletage. The decolletage. You know, as we age, the decolletage is the first thing to go. <laughs> so I slather my decolletage in, in uh, fractionated coconut oil every <laughs> every chance I get. But yes, uh, make sure that you do that. Why, sis? Because your black will crack if it's dry. Absolutely. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye, y'all.